seen the fantasy football just if you caught last week's show I obviously had the uh, finals match up with Jono pleased to say I was absolutely well not even fortunate just able to railroad him to a massive win so this week I've got Ross uh, for a spot in the grand final so we'll be able to review the grand final from the home league in a couple of weeks time and, and hopefully one of us has won it uh, maybe share some stories of loss uh, as Costa probably wins his fourth pile in a row but anyway Joining us on the show this week, you all know him. He's been a part of the brand for a long time before, you know, knifing us, some would say. Uh, Hayden Kenny, sometimes known as Doss. Doss, how are you, mate? Thanks for coming on. And what the hell are we drinking? Good, mate. Thanks for having me as well. Stevie Fizz, loving the show, loving the, the double show per week these days. We are drinking the sweet, sweet nectar that is... White Claw Hard Seltzer. Mango flavour, I might add. Well, I got a mango. I think you're downing some other stuff at the moment, the old grapefruit. But what a delicious drop, you'd have to agree, Stevie. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a drop. Look, you've ruined the craft, Doctors. <laughs> this, is, this is possibly worse than Warney's Bogues, <laughs> which just set us off on the right foot. But um, the White Claw Hard Seltzer. I've never had a hard seltzer, I don't think, before. Uh it was five for ten dollars. There's not much going on in the flavor department. Uh, it's it's a troubling drink. It's a troubling I was saying, drink. I was saying you're a lucky man to get five for ten. It must be a Portland thing. I, I don't think you'd probably get people too many people down there buying it. Um, Rowan Marshall probably outlawed it down down your <laughs> way. But um, no, it's like it's funny. I actually don't think I tried it before this year as well. So I think I had my first claw in uh in january maybe and uh it's it's stuck with me i think playing at a new footy club this year um it's quite a young young group and they're not afraid to to you know avoid the beer maybe try something a bit different so jumped on a claw and never turned back yeah it seems like the sort of thing you'd find at like the girl's sorority in, a, yep. in an american college <laughs> that's... uh yeah that's about right um that's probably the market usually but also Dossie doesn't mind a little bit of a drop. 95 calories is pretty heavily featured as a, as a big selling point <laughs> rather than this thing has no flavor whatsoever. <laughs> I don't even know why they printed flavors on it because I can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, there, there's very, very subtle changes. Um, subtle. <laughs> very subtle. I think my least favorite is watermelon because you, you know when you have a watermelon, to be honest, like if it's something like a sugary drink, you're expecting it to be the fake watermelon flavor, but it just tastes like watermelon juice flavor. And like you said, only a very slight drizzle of that mixed in with the soda water style. So it's not the greatest. Like you're, you're absolutely scrimping on your cordial. Like that shit's like translucent. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll see if we can recover from the white claw experience next week with a beer. But anyway, we'll move on. Uh, So Doss, this show is, is, primarily about the home leagues. What, what is your home league? My home league has um, changed this year. Like pretty much I've been in a single season draft league, kind of a bit on and off for, I want to say like the last 10 years probably. So like when I was with you guys, it was going pretty strong um, single season. And we'd probably have a couple guys come in and out, but I remember it really struggled to kind of pick back up after ultimate footy got rid of the app. So, like, yeah. when they had the app for a couple of years, it was really firing and, like, everyone was super into it. And then as soon as they dropped that off, it took a while to sort of get back into it. But um, these days, we 
couple of us were sort of wanting to make it a bit more serious again and get back into that um, serious kind of draft. So we started, and in line with a bit of what I've moved across to in the keeper stuff, um, we went to a keeper league this year for the first time, and like a bunch of the single season guys who used to do it stayed around, and then we got in probably... I think it's like four or five new guys who are all kind of really serious coaches to try and make it back into like a competitive league. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what's what's your setup? Like teams on field. Um, yeah. How, how are you traveling? Um, how are you traveling? Finals are finals are here. Maybe you've started. Maybe you're about to start. Are you in them? I'm absolutely in them. Why would you ever doubt that I wouldn't be, Stevie? <laughs> Uh, so, th- funnily enough, so it was obviously a, this year, because we started this year, it was a startup keeper as well. Um, and we went sort of a bit, we didn't know sort of where to go, especially being in the AFL Fantasy app we went for instead of Ultimate Footy, because the old thinking of like when people have the app, it's just easier to access and people tend to not feel donuts as much, etc. It's a 12-team league, but we've had some mistakes along the way in terms of how we went about our setup. We've got Four defenders, which I know you hate anything other than five. Oh, no, I don't mind the four. That's whatever. You don't mind it? Whatever yeah, search. so it's yeah. four, six, one, four. Yeah. Um, the problem that we stuffed up with, like, we were just trying to experiment. We wanted lots of activity in trades and on the wire and stuff, but we went real short bench and obviously a real shit idea to do, especially this year, but we had seven, so seven on the interchange. So it's like pretty pretty limited, especially if you want to kind of stash guys for a bit. Yeah. Um, Dossie was in line for a top spot on the weekend. Had the top of the table clash one versus two. Um, went down, went yeah. down, went down. Stevie off the back of get this. So this is the top of the table clash. Oh, this is like you know one week out of finals. I get a Darcy Cameron thirty four, a Tim Kelly seventeen. That was filth, the Tim Kelly. A Dangerfield danger 33 and a Nank 44 just to give me my lowest score of the season. Um, basically one week out of finals. Yeah, well, at least you don't have to field Dangerfield next week. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what do you say? So you rating your chances or is it just a bit of a sour taste leading in? No, I, I was really thinking um you know had a serious chance but um i think the top guy now has who just smashed me on the weekend he's got guys like Laird, steel both in the same team um i think he had a couple of guys out earlier in the year that are coming back so um i've still got a chance if things go my way but i think i'm probably just like a couple of pieces short and if like a darcy cameron for instance who's been awesome for me now he's cha- if he changed out of that role um right at the wrong time of the year uh yeah it's gonna probably stuff me but i have nick dacos so i'm flying for the next 10 years i don't give a stuff yeah yeah fair enough i guess that's a tough thing i mean and we always say in finals you can run good you can run bad uh i know personally in the first final i ran really hot all my streams hit Jono had like simpkin score 20 um so these things happen uh is there a buy-in yeah yeah there's a cash i don't know i think it's only like 50 bucks because we were just testing like yeah, we had, like I said, a lot of new players. We really wanted to make sure, kind of, try and get people to stick around. Um, obviously, being a keeper league, we wanted it to stick around. So, I think it was only fifty to start with. Just see how it goes. Make sure everyone's kind of all in before we, you know, go any further than that. I always like the idea. I don't know if you've ever heard of empire leagues, but I reckon if I was starting a keeper league, I'd make it an empire league now. And it's so if you if to, to, an empire league has an end date, so if someone wins it back to back. 
that's it and half the prize pool is kept aside for the ultimate uh, two-time champion. But if you win at one, you can't trade the next year. Mm, so okay. there's a little wrinkle, but at least like, cause keeper leagues are kind of infinite, but at least with this, there's a, you know, we can start again or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I got, I got mixed feelings. Like I like that idea, but you know how much I love stashing and, and, and hoping for the next <laughs> huge breakout. So if I have all these guys and then somebody goes back to back and I miss out on all these guys, I'd be so pissed off. Like, I guess I've always liked that kind of team building, like dynasty type idea of a keeper league. I maybe. I guess. Is it? And, well, to be honest, that seems like a huge part of your brand. Like, uh, there's, you know, the craft doctors you've chosen, the White Claw Seltzer, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, but you seem to always get behind the young stars, like three years in front of their breakout, some pretty obscure players. Is that? Yeah. Is this a premeditated thing? Is it part of the brand? Is it something you're doing? Um, as part of who you are, because it seems to be very much like I'm DOS. This is part of my brand, and it's almost like I don't want to say it's farming engagement, but it's <laughs> you, you know. I think it's it's honestly much less intentional than maybe it sounds like. Sometimes, okay, some of the like some of the picks, maybe I'm like just joking around a bit and sort of go all in, but. On guys, like, honestly, like, initially with Paddy Dow, like, I had faith that this guy would be good, and it's just the way that I was watching the game. And with a guy like Fiorini, like, it does piss me off that he doesn't get a game. So I don't I don't really think it's... Yeah, it is it's it is just me, honestly. Like, most of it's just me. I'd probably milked a couple of players here and there, but with a Bailey Williams, like, I really thought he could be something good and maybe that hasn't panned out but i that's when i've probably milked it a little longer like you know i'll just i'll just die with yeah. i'll die with that pick to the end yeah you get certainly get some good content out of it but then you do get the hits um like mason redmond hits uh yeah so people it's... forget jack Steele was one of my like very early og picks i just never went it was before the kind of like so, you know regular song days and he was a bit bit more of a known commodity at GWS, but I was like all in on Jack Steele super early and then probably just jumped off very early. Just the one year too early just didn't kind of go all in. Same with Jordan Dawson, who you say you claimed first. Which I fucking claimed him, mate. <laughs> he was mine. I was about to bring that up, but damn it, you beat me. Anyway, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so in terms of the pod space, you're probably one of the few people who have actually done radio because that's where I first saw you putting out content. Do you want to talk about the early days, like pre-Draft Doctors, and what it was like filling a radio spot with the Fantasy Hour? Jeepers, yeah. Um, so I did start doing podcasting um, very early days, and that was just in the parents' house. I uh, had a couple of mates come over, same as probably most people do. And then I think it was like maybe two years into that, um, got the opportunity, because I was studying media at uni, um, there was part of my course was to do like a bit of radio stuff. And then they have like student radio volunteers and just at the community radio station down at um, radio Adelaide in the city, um, just on a, I can't remember what night it was a Wednesday night or something. We we had a little slot there from maybe it was like six to seven or something like that or seven to eight. I think it was. And yeah, just again, it was just those couple of same mates, um, Clevo and Jock, if you're listening, they came out and, um, spent a lot of time like 
coming out there. And but honestly, that was so much prep. <laughs> that was like the most prep I've ever done for a show. So a lot of stress and probably prep me for nowadays having way less editing to have to do because you have just trying to nail it first go kind of thing. Yeah, I always remember you telling me how much easier it was doing podcasting compared to doing the radio show. And I guess preparing and just being nailing it, limiting your arms and ahs and thought bubbles, did that help you become what I would consider one of the better hosts going around, do you think? What I will say is I wanted white like... I was pretty disappointed with the, sorry, sorry to the, um, don't want to put these guys on blast, but I was pretty disappointed with the feedback we got from Radio Adelaide at the time, which was literally nothing. <laughs> like we'd do our shows yeah. and stuff. We wouldn't get any feedback. Like I was trying to improve, um, you know, my game, I guess at the time. And yeah, there was just, there was nothing there. So it was all kind of self, self taught along the way. Obviously had lots of, um, plenty of people at uni that helped did help out and learning off guys like yourself and and stato and other people but um that was something that i was kind of pretty disappointed in but in general the thing that was yeah stood out like you mentioned the prep work for radio is just like way beyond i think um just in terms of like at that time the way i wanted to do the show if you remember it was like and i don't think many people would remember but it was like (laughs) We'd have, um, we'd have like our segments, but each segment would like cut in and we'd have like a two minute segment from, that's how we kind of like got to know each other. The draft doctors would do a segment of like wave wire pickups. And then we had, I think the coaches panel popped on, um, like heaps of other people did little segments. Um, Archie from the, the old OTLS, haven't heard from him for a while. But yeah, it was kind of like cutting in and I'd have to, you know, make sure that everyone had their segments because if you didn't, um, Met, you know, we'd be sitting on radio on live air just being like, fuck, what are we going to talk about for like an hour? I guess at the time I thought it was ages to be talking, but nowadays it's kind of just par for the course. I think it is ages to be talking, to be fair. It's not, you don't just, to make it entertaining, I should say, like you could talk shit for an hour and that's not super hard, but to make it an entertaining hour, especially on, on radio where you've got to be popping, you don't want to be... I mean, I know it's community radio, but you still want to be, yeah. you know, like you said, working on your game. Yeah. Um, and, and the difference was as well, you know, I guess nowadays with you guys, like monster Twitter followings and stuff like that, you can put out, question, ask for questions and, you know, probably fill an hour anyway. At the time, it, you know, we didn't, we had stuff all followers. So it was like, yeah. you'd only have that question segment would be very short as well. Um yeah, that no, was like yeah, it was a good experience. You, you uh, just make funnel... up the questions, Doss. You make them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funnily enough, um, I literally thought, like you said, no one would have obviously listened to it. And I um, we got like a uh, Hef showed me the other week an email that he got um, just saying somebody had followed my journey since radio, and I was just like, what? You're joking? Like, and he's like, still still following along. So I was like, whoever that was, shout out to you. But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's that's part of the interesting one. Anyway, moving on, you sort of because we'd sort of done a little bit of work together there, and you came over. Uh, I think initially you just wanted to write some stuff, but ended up we ended up getting you to host the show, and that lasted a year, eighteen months, something similar to that. Yeah. Um, and really, it was a good time. You you spearheaded a lot of different things when you were here. I, I thought you were just, I was like, I'll let you go, man. You do your thing. But um, 
in the end, it seemed like it wore you down. Was that was that your experience? And, and maybe we weren't like you know you outgrew us sort of thing. Uh, I wouldn't say outgrew. I would just say, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to know what you thought because I know lots of people like I think. I don't know, Hef, Hef wanted to know the story for one, and a lot of people have asked me, it's like, oh, why did you quit the draft orders or why did, you, why did they kick you out and stuff, which you guys didn't kick me out, to be clear. Like, I said, I came to you, I think it was like, uh, was it after one one of the seasons? And I was just like, oh, it was like mid-preseason or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was in the summer, something like that. Yeah, I think it was like we'd just done the draft kit, I'd done one of the songs, um, whichever one that was. Yeah, Clark, and I, I was. It was just after, like, we'd had a full year of doing, um, like, the center bounce attendances and stuff like that. I was just, man, yeah, I was just, like you say, I was absolutely burnt out. And what I will say is, like, at the time, I was trying to not outgrow, but it was like I wanted to do heaps. And I think it was just me not being aligned with, like, what you guys were after kind of thing. I think when I first got there, I was like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to keep building and building, growing and growing. And I think... You guys, which is your brand, I guess, is really just listening to what the listeners want and just, you know, kind of rolling with the punches a bit. And I don't know, like, what do you think? That's that's kind of where I landed. I was like, I was absolutely washed, um, just come off doing so much content. I think we did some stuff for, like, the Herald Sun and all that, and it was just, like, heaps of writing, heaps of podcasting, rankings, video, you know, CBAs. I was just like... Yeah, I think the the thing was, I always say... Whatever you start, just be consistent and follow it yeah, through. That's it. And which is hard. It's hard to be consistent. It's hard to follow it through. And I, you know, I haven't really done it um, with the the matchup chart. To be honest, that's dropped. I just couldn't keep up with it from a time perspective. So I, just, I saw you wanting to do more and more and more. And not that I was against it, but it was like because we didn't charge any money or put anything there was no so the incentive was you're just getting clicks um and you said you just at the end of it you were, you were spent you you needed to search for a job which was fine i had no no beef with that that was all all cool I, there was no beef there was, it was all fine like we still talk we're still messaging yeah. these days like I don't, um the only thing the thing that was hard on my end was because Stato loves you. Like, Stato thinks you're, you're like God. And, um, like, all, when he's on the show um, now, it, it's like he just brings up DOS every five minutes. I'm like, man, that's, let's just move past making those jokes. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, for the love of God. Um, it is because he wanted you to host. And I, and having to make that, like, and I was like, yeah, sure, he's, he's a better host. And that, because Jono used to host the show um, for listeners who yeah. don't know. And, and you know, like we started the show as friends, probably like you did with um, the other guys. And then and to, to have that conversation, I, I, he might not have even cared. I don't know, but it was really tough. And then it was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah. I was, um, I was, I was. That was tough. That was tough. Nah, that so. would have been. Yeah, that would have been tough. And I actually didn't even know. I didn't even know that. I don't really remember that. Com- that I well, you probably wasn't involved in that. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> I didn't really know that was going on, so that's yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, no, yeah, Stato's Stato's a legend. He was the one that connected us in the first place, I think, because I yeah, had he's him... like, you got to get Doss, you got to get Doss. Like, I had nah. him on the radio um, for like, because he was that year he was coming. That's the year he came third, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like the first I reached out, you know, trying to. Um, 
get good coaches on the show and I think we had him for a couple of interviews and then the radio show finished because um, I think I'd finished uni or whatever and then yeah like I think did Stato message me or he passed it on to you guys and then you messaged me something like that but, something like that yeah I don't know he was just telling me you gotta get DOS you gotta get DOS and then you know yeah anyway anyway that's how it went but you know and I think your time at Draft Doc was amazing like we are doing the like you mentioned the CBAs and that was of people won't know this that was because of Will Brody um I was charting Will Brody at the back of one year where he was scoring really well getting all the CBAs and um you were like that's awesome this is this is like the greatest content in the world let's go further and um and you really took that and and spearheaded that which was it was looking back I can't believe we did it I cannot believe it either that's I was gonna say that like and I remember yeah you you posted um you posted the first one on Twitter, like just an image, and it was like, you know, your bootleg, like Excel, just a chart, yeah. and it got so much love. And obviously my brain, like you said, loving the loving the likes, loving the clicks, like trying to tr- drive traffic to the site and stuff. I was like, look, that got so much traction. And I think I was like, are you going to do that again? And you're like, oh, dude, like it's pretty time-consuming and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you've got a young family, whereas old Dossie at uni still just – living the life i was like well maybe i can sneak in a few and then as a team in the end you um myself jono i think and we all sort of rotated we did yeah. a few each but yeah that was a wild ride that's yeah oh, i wouldn't want to do that again i couldn't do that now i'll nah. put it that way no nah, no it way. was it was like like back in the day i was only working about 30 hours a week so i was doing oh, i reckon 20 hours a week of fantasy and mm. um couldn't do that now couldn't do that now anyway so you've jumped off Draft Doctors took a little bit of time away. Obviously, you're in Adelaide. You hook up with the Keeper League guys, and you're doing Keeper League and Pod Pod now. So, times times not a factor these days, do I? Um, what I will say, Steve, <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned something um, interesting in in your uh, yeah in the talk about how it all kind of fell apart before, and that I always like to take on more and more and more. And it's it's just a theme. It's like a character flaw with me, and it's again why the departure was on me and not you guys is that you know i was just not reading the tea leaves right like i'm picking up too much shit and i don't have enough time on my hands and i wouldn't say this year this year's been (laughs) a little struggle doing holding the two because initially the pod pod this year for like for anyone not subscribed or whatever the pod pod side of things i was like I was going to just stop doing it all together and do the Keeper League because that's what, like, Hef pretty much said what you said, Doss, don't take, on, don't take on too much. We just want you here. And then I was like, to Stato, we did a little thing last year. It was just, like, questions, and that was kind of pretty fun. Like, we just were on for, like, half an hour, 40 minutes and do questions. Anyway, when I started, when I was like, oh, can I just do this? And he's like, yeah, sure, let's give it a go, see how it goes. Did that. Then Louie, who was on the original show basically said hey man like if you're still doing it i want in <laughs> and i'm like oh okay like well i did i thought he was doing his own thing long story short we end up with like four people doing it and it always goes for like an hour long so i'm doing two shows that go for basically two and a half hours on a monday night and yeah it's 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 a struggle sometimes <laughs> yeah what's what's that like to impact back shows i can't imagine i mean it's fun but I'm currently on a back, you're my back to back tonight. So just, <sighs> just finished with the pod pod, finished an hour, just did the edit for about 25, 30 minutes and then straight into it. It's all right. Just get a couple of white claws in your Stevie and, uh, <laughs> pump away. 
Yeah, this is like number five. So what what about the pod pod? Like, I always wonder that because it's in the it's for subscribers. It's a members podcast. Every now and again, you guys release it uh, as a as a free one to to get a taste, I, I suppose. Um, for coaches, do you want that? Pub? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. You, you don't have to answer this if you don't want. But what's it like having something that you put out that's behind for, for members? Because I sometimes wonder about that with this show whether this should be a bonus show, but then I'd hate to have a guest not be seen by people. So I don't know. What's that balance? Yeah, I've got I've got mixed feelings on it now and I think um, you know, as a as a keeper league team we'd probably say all the same things. Like I I really miss it being out in the public sphere personally. Um, especially with the the guys we've got on this year are just such, you know, awesome people to have on. Like we've still got the Stato um, we've got Holmesy who was like, who's literally won two hats. So he's, he's got the, well, I think Stato's got like five top 100s, but this Holmesy's got like two top 10 finishes. Like he's a fantasy whiz. You got Louie who's also just like a gun. So to have that behind a paywall, I guess that's kind of like the point is that you only want coaches yeah. that are really keen to get it. But the mixed feeling is like, you're always just like, man, some of the, some of the tips and stuff they give away or some of the, just some of the stuff that you'd kind of want out in the world um, sometimes just gets lost, I guess. You've got to make those calls, though. That's it, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we made the call. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens with Pod Pod going forward. It's a pretty exciting show. I love the graphics, uh, personally. I think yeah, he- that was that was Heath. That was all Heath. Yeah, um, brilliant. Yeah, no, I love it, too. And the theme song, that was that was me paying someone on some service to do it. But yeah. Fiverr? How good's yeah, Fiverr? Yeah, I think it was Fiverr. Fiverr's the best. Yeah. Uh, so the, the time schedule thing, how do you balance that? Or is it, you know, is it easy? Is it tough? You it's don't fucking, really skip weeks so. though. fucking tough, man. You, yeah. you guys are explicit, of course. It's fucking tough, Stevie. Yeah. Um, like, because I still play footy. Um, that's the thing. Like, you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays, footy, Monday, all night, um, podcast, and then Saturday footy as well. So it's kind of like your full, it's like most of your week. Um, and then with the Keeper League show at the moment, we ha- we dedicate ourselves to watch three games of footy, like start to finish as well. Yep. So that's fucking nine hours as well. So it's like, yep. you know, it's it's a huge, huge time commitment, which sure you'd know about doing two potties these days, mate, and having a kid. Well, this is just fun. Two kids. Two kids. Two kids. Two kids yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What about the second baby? Well, this, this show's for fun. This is, this is my, I love this. This is my favorite thing. Uh, yeah. Is is there a point where you don't really say no to things in terms of content? I don't know about your home life, but do you, is there a point where you're just like, I can't do this, no? And how often does that come up, if so? Uh, probably more. I'm saying no more now, I think. Yeah. Um, say say yes to you, Steve, because you're my boy. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate uh, yeah. it. Plus, there's probably less, there's probably less that I'm... Um, like I'd be, I see there's a couple of people now that you see, you know, on, on Twitter or like wherever they are, like on the grind. And you can kind of notice when, when someone's on the grind, like just pumping out content or like trying to get you involved or, you know, calling you out or tagging you or whatever. Um, like I've still got heaps of respect for people just on the grind, but you know, like I, I told you pre-show, like I'm work, I'm working, I'm pretty happy in my job at the moment. So, um, I've just have less of a desire to, try and do the media grind as much so and and when i um yeah so pretty much when i started the what i'm doing now i was initially 
looking for a job still. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of like in a better, you know, a better spot where I'm happy in my job and stuff like that. So. Yeah, well, I, I guess that takes care of my next question. So is, I mean, is there a point where you think you move into football media or still have a crack? Or is that just one of those, you know what, I'm content doing what I'm doing and I'm earning a buck? So that's a tough question, Stevie, because obviously it's like um, been the dream for so long, but um, probably more of a realist as well. And I know it's super, super challenging and probably like I mentioned before, like not entirely sure I still have that that drive which you fucking need a hundred percent to do it so um i'm still gonna keep it i'm never gonna say no like i'll keep it in my back pocket but i'm very yeah content in my job at the moment so it's always hard because then there's younger people who are doing more who are across more platforms and yeah yeah and once you stop like like i'm saying like once you stop that grind and and that it's kind of like yeah game over i guess yeah Probably the thing you're most known for, or get at least gets massive traction in the in the preseason, is your music videos. Tell us through the process. You pick some pretty well. I mean, you pick my cluggage, but you pick some players who maybe didn't go on with it. <laughs> um, but uh, the video concepts, the songs. I thought this year I'd never even heard the song. I'm like, I don't. What's going on here? <laughs> like, um, but they're but they're awesome. They're amazing, right? Yeah, um, the song this year was based on Boney M. Uh, thank you very much. A song called Rasputin. Unfortunately, chose the song like ages ago, and then right before we release it, um, the Russia stuff happens, and it's a Russia. It's like a Russian song. Um, so obviously that was very poor timing um, for this year's song. Oh, but, SEO uh, DOS SEO. <laughs> yeah, the wrong kind. The wrong kind. <laughs> Um, no, usually it's just like the players, like I mentioned, um, like a Fiorini, a Paddy Dow, a McCluggage, who is also an under the radar pick of mine. Um, absolutely carving. That was a little bit less of a swing though. Cause he was what, like a top three pick. Yeah. Um, I guess Paddy Dow was too, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, usually, usually it's just a player. Like I'm super passionate about, have loved for a long time. Um, really want to see perform. And you, I really like doing the guys that haven't broken out yet. So if they haven't had a big year yet, it's like the guy who I potentially could see breaking out. Um, honestly, I was I was saying to like Hef and stuff um, this year that I'm like Lipinski's probably the one that I I almost feel ashamed because like I've not had as much um, love in terms of my own content and like talking about him as much, and I kind of just went in this year. So that's probably honestly probably a bit of a fraud moment for Dossie with the Lipper. Hmm. Um, that's probably the only one that I was like, I should have just gone to Charlie Constable. <laughs> oh, imagine you went Redman. <laughs> yeah, or a Redman. That's right. It would have worked. I know. <laughs> I need. I, I can't get on guys that do well though, Stevie. That's not brand. That is off brand. So who are you going to ruin next year? Got a couple in mind. Don't you worry don't, about that. Don't be Chad Warner for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gun. Yeah, he's probably too good. Anyway, uh, so video concepts, how, how does that come together? Do you do all the film work or? Uh, early days, so like the, you know, the Fiorini one was me, the um, McCluggage one, which by the way, McCluggage one got buried. It's probably my least favorite song because I just couldn't hit any notes and I can't hit notes on any of them, but it was notable, notably worse on that one. Um, which is why I kind of don't share it around as much because I'm embarrassed about the vocals. But um, it comes around just like, you know, write the 
write the crappy lyrics in the off season and then um as as the season kind of comes closer i literally just start rushing as you know steve i don't really <laughs> i don't really do things over time i do them in like two weeks same deal and then the last two years so for the dow video and the lipinski video um yeah hef's been fucking done a mountain yeah. of work on the video side of things the dow and one the was audio pretty sweet. sorry and the audio the dow one was huge was that the peak so far I st- my favourite song's Fiorini, but yeah, Dow was yeah, okay. technically, you know what? Technically, um, the Lipinski ones performed the best by numbers. Really? I couldn't yeah. watch the end of it. I was like, this isn't as good as the Dow one. No. I can't no. get through. I didn't know also, the song. Also, I, sh- I didn't get a haircut for the video, and it looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a Huey Lewis song next year, for God's sake? Like, just. Too, too young to know that. Like, can you tell? Bony can, can you actually tell the story of? Um, I don't reckon you've put it out there too much, but can you tell the story when we met in Melbourne and just what, like, just the disappointment when you knew how old I was? What, <laughs> Do you this, remember? Is this after like we got dinner and you had a vegetarian pizza and I'm like, what's going on? Here? That was after that, yes. <laughs> The age thing, yeah. I thought you were lucky, yeah, because you were because you're in uni. I was like, what are you, twenty, twenty one? I'm fucking twenty seven or something, was it? You were, yeah, and you were just like, I thought you were my prodigy, my yeah, young yeah, prodigy. So I can't remember. I, I remember like, the night. Dev- I was, I was like shit devastated. <laughs> what was it the traders thing? Was it? Yeah, the traders thing in Melbourne. Oh, man. Yeah, we the all tra- caught up. I'll tell you the traders thing the year before. I got absolutely off my guts, like completely ruined. Just started abusing Jono and the other guy in my league on the way home. Passed out, woke up, ended up winning. Like I'm like, I'm quitting the fucking league. <laughs> Won the league and just anyway, those nights of truth comes out on those. That nights. by the way, Stato kicked. Off. You guys all left. Me and Stato were there till very late. He, he was he's he's classic. I think we were, yeah we were out late chick, wandering the streets. Wasn't that chick trying to hook? Like she was always on to Stato. Yeah, some yeah. That was wild. <laughs> Stato just getting the... Something. He, he, he's the man. Yeah, he's a quite achiever, the old Stato, apparently. Uh, <laughs> we, we make a lot of... This is just a fun show now at this point. Is We make a lot of SEO jokes uh, and, and, and taking the content seriously. What are fantasy content creators, as a generalisation, not naming names or anyone in particular, not do well? in the fantasy content creation space. They don't do it well. You know what? I've always um, really liked your opinion on this, and that's do stuff that's different. And I'm, I'm like a slave to often my shows are sort of just like, you know, mimicking mimicking others or trying to sort of have some some different different taste to it. But your thing of like, you know, for instance, the center bounces, like who was doing that at the time? No one, really. Like I didn't see anyone do it. You started doing that. Just looking for the next thing rather than like, you know, churning out the next the next center bounce thing or the next kick in thing when that comes along. It's like finding the the next thing, and it doesn't have to be a stat. It could just be like, I don't know. Like that's the thing. That's the challenge. That's that's where I think people need to need to get better. I think um there's a space as well. There's still a space. Like there's a couple of big gaps where there isn't content as well and I know you've been one to say like video is still very early days I think for like Australian especially fantasy football media it's there's a few people out there doing it now but I don't know like 
just being being different and and not just kind of copying the the stock yeah. standard i think is probably the biggest thing it's easy to be it's easy to be the same yeah yeah what's something people do well though in the fantasy space well, I mean, there's a lot of great content out there now, I think, anyway. Well, maybe not the content per se, but... What do they yeah. do well? Yeah, like, I don't know, is their audio good or is it audio shit or is their a lot social of media presence good or... A lot of audio is still shit. <laughs> I don't know if you'd notice that. I'm a very, I'm a stickler for audio, though. As you know, I'm, rec- I'm recording my own, my own sound stream now just so that we can uh, put that on the pod. No, I think... Um... I'll, I'll mix it down later, Dossie, to sound shit. That's fine, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think um look I don't know I'm I'm trying to just think like I th- not to blow you guys tight like ties up but I think the way you guys approach draft and we've got I think a lot of different a lot of different bits of content now so it's not just you know I suppose we've got the keeper league show we've got a lot of classic shows we've got obviously the super coach side of things we've got single season draft like there's a lot there's a lot of content to choose from and I think people have have branched off a little bit to do more of those niche shows. Like I know there's now a couple more sort of single season draft shows to choose from as well, even though you always go to the draft office first, mate. Don't you worry about that. But um yeah, I guess I guess just people trying to find new niches like um I was I wasn't part of the Keeper League when they started, but that they found that niche there wasn't anyone doing that. And I think there's more people maybe trying to do, you know, some um some of that draft stars stuff like some of that stuff as well so there's kind of just a bit of everything these days yeah i know i always think like you guys doing the the live stream i reckon, i love that and and having good quality live stream i reckon that's fucking brilliant like that i don't see much of that like to that level yeah no it's a good point and yeah fucking the old heffies i've mentioned him a few times but he's yeah he's he's honestly like um he's the man He's the man. He's the man. He, he's got he's got his shit together. He's he's got a plan. He knows where he wants to go. Um, unlike you know, I mean myself, like you said, I, I pick up all these different things. I'm more like I, I know my I know what I want to do for content, but in terms of having a big plan of things, like you know, he's got his shit together and his streaming setup's like insane. So he's he's definitely future proofed himself there for the stream. Yeah. But yeah, no, good point. There's the stream. Oh, the other thing actually, um, which I had a double in myself, so. You mentioned when um when I finished at the draft doctors, I think there was like a, <laughs> there was a almost guilty amount of time that I didn't do stuff and then jumped straight back in, which I thought I was going to have a bigger break than I did, and then I started doing having a bit of fun with live streams because I wanted to give it a go. The other thing I tried was the Twitter Spaces thing. I think that's all. I think the live audio streams, that's where yeah. um I think there's still like a lot of a lot of way to go and, and a lot of um awesome content like the hat chat guys um took that off and it's been like a big success and i think there's a lot of room for some really good interactions with with people like just being able to do this sort of thing um on a mass scale and get lots of different voices to rotate through i think i think that's probably one of my favorite things that have come in in the last couple of years has been like the spaces and i know there's like spotify live as well but you have to be have a big enough following and that sort of thing yeah so that real community feel absolutely like you know you always kind of want to the people that are asking the questions you do want a bit more input like you're like okay like oh well who's in your team like that sort of thing and if you can really churn through and get get that sort of involvement like there's a show i've randomly got into um the ufc recently don't ask me why but there's a show that does that um 
awesome in the US where they just they, they've built this community that's like crazy. So yeah, they do the same sort of thing. Yeah, I'd be shocked if there wasn't more pods doing live stuff next year. Like I really learned that because we did the we did the live draft this year for the listener league, and usually the listener league's a bit of a fizzer. There's a few ghost teams and. Um, but this year, the chat's been insane the whole way through. People are just teeing off on me every goddamn week. And the league's been active. And it's like, well, these guys made the effort to come to the draft, to hang out, to have a few beers. And it's I, I don't really want them to go, to be honest. But, you know, we'll get rid of them next year and bring in some guys <laughs> I might actually be able to beat. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that engagement factor is just huge. But I, I'd be shocked if, like... Um, you know, hatch out. I don't, I don't know where these guys live or anything, but like live live stuff becomes a thing, and you don't have to be frigging uh, the traders with you know getting a million downloads. I don't think we've even got a million downloads all time. Probably it's um, you know, you can do twenty people, thirty people. That's cool. Yeah, I do think um, like you said um, as well. I think the live audio space will, will take a big, huge leap next year. Um, just with people sort of planning their pre-seasons, getting their, getting their research in and knowing how to do it right and stuff like that. Probably the same with the live streams eventually. But, yeah, I haven't really thought about... I know that the Traders um, events were freaking massive um, recently. I went to that. It was bloody awesome. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you'd go with a smaller crowd, to be honest. Do you... I, didn't you, did you guys do it? Oh, yeah, you did that. Oh, that's what you did. Yeah, the live draft. So you, are you so guys going to get into it? So I was just hanging it. I don't think so. I mean, I think the move would be to do it, um, like say, uh, two two shows together, like draft doctors versus keeper league, or yeah. t- together sort of thing. Like you could have a debate, whatever. I don't know. Um, just that sort of idea. I don't know how that goes, but you know that way you're drawing from two pools or at least the hardcores. Yeah, we'll workshop it, mate, but you don't want to verse me again in draft. I'll just take you to the cleaners again. I think you won the Listener League, didn't you? Won you? Yeah, I won, and then I was out <laughs> the next stopped. year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't run it the next year, because you know dubs. it's always a complete... That was that was schmuzzle. Category League, too. Nah, that was the... Um... Oh, was it the Category League? I, I was, thought it was I the, the freeze-out. Oh, I thought I won the Category remember, League. Remember we did the year where you drafted, and then there was no wavering or trading? I thought you won it that year. No, nah, I reckon I was a bit more skillful than that. I reckon it was category for me. Fair enough. <laughs> but listen league champion nonetheless. Absolutely. Anyway, Dossie, thank you so much for joining us and uh, imparting a bit of your life and life wisdom to the audience and to myself. Mike, don't know about the drink. Oh, it's, a, it's a beautiful drop, mate. But yeah, don't, I never talk about myself that much, so thanks for making me feel very awkward. Thank you, Steve. It's kind of one of those things. I think people like talking about themselves to some degree, but then it gets broadcast to 12 people and, you know. Yeah, I don't know. How are you, Steve? Let's hear about your journey. Yeah, we'll do that one day, mate. We'll do that <laughs> one day. Can I, can I just say, you better keep this rolling. Um, you you are, like, a fantastic interview. The way you, the way you keep it um, super casual, because, like, even now, after like you said, doing radio and shitloads of podcasts, it's still fucking hard to just keep natural. And um, I think this craft doctors is kind of showing um, the side of you that's really bloody good at interviews. Like you, you've got a, you've got an absolute knack for this side of it. Because I remember a couple of years ago, you interviewed like oh, ages ago a dude on uh, from America or something on your show like ages ago. NFL. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Mike from the fantasy footballers. Yeah, and like. Yeah. 
I was like, you kept that super casual. For, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you, you've got a knack for it, Stevie. So, yeah, appreciate you having me on anyway. It's all about the white claws, mate. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time, listeners, and hopefully I beat Ross, the dirty bastard. Thank <laughs> you.